What is up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Football Breakdown Podcast. Friday, lunch date edition. It has been a while. I got swags here. Third Mike's here. JD from the Go District is here. We're bringing back the last show, plus me. Let's have some fun. What's up, everybody? What's up? How's it hanging? That's a weird question, Mike. It's hanging good, I guess. Little, little to the left. But that's you know normal. Um, I really, I really did enjoy that last show of you guys. And like we were just mentioning there pre-show, uh, you guys jumped into the cells super late. You did manage to squeeze off a few here. I wrote them down. Uh, you guys only let JD throw out Baker Mayfield, which is an we had to get one. to the Canada history. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I blew goats on, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, last show we got Baker Mayfield. Swags gave us Kenny Galladay, now Sean Jeffrey. And third, Mike went crazy boy with Juju Smith Schuster. I, I get your points, uh, third, Mike, but I, I think I'm with these other guys. I think there's, I don't think we're at the ceiling yet there. But cool. I get any, it. uh, who, who wants to start? I'm not starting. It's not how this is going to work. You have to start. You said you had all these guys you wanted to sell. You've been talking <laughs> about before we start recording. what I said. These guys heard it. But <laughs> Liar. Fine. This is true. Damn it. Fine. I'll go first. And I try. I will try not to stay here too long. Uh, but uh, I, I'm going to sell DJ Moore. Uh, I'm looking right now. Fantasy Pros overall. We have him at 35 in Dynasty Ranks, which is a little higher than, than I believe I've even seen him recently. And that says wide receiver 17. Um, it's not that I don't believe DJ Moore will be good this year. I do. And it's not that I want to endi- entirely buy into Curtis Samuel. I just believe there are people out there that think DJ Moore, you know, is going to move into, you know, right on that fringe, you know, dynasty uh, wide receiver one, um, you know, maybe 11 to 14 range come next year through this and, and I'm ready to go ahead and, and say I don't see that happening. I think this might be kind of where he's at. And I can get a lot more for it from from plenty of people out there that are buying it. Are you guys the one buying it? Um, I, I thought we'd be vibing on this thing just because, you know, you're my boy and all. But <laughs> <laughs> See, there's, there's lots of you out there that just want to buy so much of the DJ Moore, which is why I'm going to sell it to you. See, the only reason I'm not disagreeing with you talking about, I'm just talking about the timing. I just feel with all the hype right now with Curtis Samuel, he's the hot topic. Sure. Uh, DJ's value has been in my, from my uh, experience, you know, whether it's drafting best balls or startups or trades or whatever, uh, dynasty leagues, it's, I see DJ's, the perception out there right now and his value is a bit lower than it was, let's say, I don't know, beginning of the off season before people started going nuts about Curtis Samuel. Because we haven't talked about him yet. So we need to wait, wait to so, see him in a preseason so then, game. JD, what are you offering to drink who's selling his DJ Moore? Mm, maybe like a second half first, mid first. 2020, like 106-ish. Yeah, hmm. I'd put it out there. So I've, just on this one, DJ Moore's wide receiver 17. Calvin Ridley is at wide receiver 20. Chris Godwin is still at wide receiver 22. Can I get one of those guys in a, in a piece from you? No, see, and that's where I'm saying I don't disagree with you in the sense that I prefer those guys over DJ Moore. Like, I'll take God. okay, fair, but I'm just saying the timing right now. I just there's certain guys, like, one of the last things I have here in my kind of list that I made my little sell list is there's certain guys like it's not a good time to sell. Like, guys are trying to sell Zeke, uh, guys are trying to sell um, AJ Green, they're just selling you know, whether it's Melgo or any of the Colts right now, it's like, to me, there's, it's just about timing, right? There's guys that you should be selling. It's like vets. 
like Larry Fitz, like don't sell him now, sell him after he has a big, big, you know, week and in, in the first mm-hmm. few weeks and get your money's worth. Um, so how about Antonio Brown and DJ Moore or Michael Thomas? I like to be top heavy at receiver. So I'll, I would go probably Michael Thomas. Um, guys, Mike. No, I, well, AB is a sell for you, anyways, right? Like, absolutely, just yes. Cut the chase oh, absolutely. And, and let you get there. So obviously, yeah. I wasn't even going to say it. But even that, I wouldn't be selling. <laughs> I wouldn't be selling AB AB right now either, just because of you know what I mean. His, his you can't you can't get anything for him and his toe. Yeah, wait till you, he goes. You off will not get me to agree with that. You think it's good? Time? You, you don't think his value goes up? Um, I see no reason for it to. I mean, even a good game or two. Like, uh, I mean, I hope. Uh, <laughs> smart savvy person realizes that the Antonio Brown value isn't gonna go up much more than what it does just hearing him back at camp like for the the truthers out there like that's enough that's enough for you guys like you're in you're back in just because he's at camp that's how that's how it sounds to me but not me man like something else is gonna happen like who knows what's gonna happen the first couple times he gets mad at Derek Carr and decides for whatever (laughs) reason that he's out like just look at the history of the player, like the organization that's trying to come up right now versus the, I mean, they had their share, fair share of problems, but the established organization that he left, like look at the problems that were there anytime it didn't go his way. Look at how it's been with this helmet. Like sure. He's back. He's trying to find a helmet from the past that he can wear right now. And I don't know. <laughs> I, man. I, like I love this I, I'm, I'm fine to be out on this and, <laughs> Get something that, like, just that I believe in something, whether I split the stocks or if I can add it to something else and, like, get the Michael Thomas side, which it doesn't sound like you guys are in on that, but I am completely ready to be out. Like, I'll take Allen Robinson probably straight up. It's just wow. a, it's a, it's, it's a take what you can get moment for you, huh? Um, not just, not that bad, but I mean, Allen Robinson to, I mean, you heard, I, I don't know if it was two drink or JD that said, wow, but like that, that's pretty low compared to like the rankings and everything. So I do want something. I don't want like a Will Fuller or something like that. Like I want something that I like, something that I believe in. And, um, I, I understand the value at the same time. So I'd like something added on Allen Robinson, but if that's the end game for me, I'm, I'm good with it and I'm done. I'm just ready to be done. So just to, to finish, like if you're looking at their schedule, right, Oakland, the, the reason I say wait till maybe week, like after that second week, is their first two games are at home. They're playing Denver and then KC. So they're going to want to pepper their new weapon at home, you know, new season. They're loving AB right now. Everything AB does is great. His feet are peeling. Doesn't matter. He wants a helmet. <laughs> Good. Here you go. Give it. You know, he's like that little baby, like crying, like here, give him his soother. Uh, I, I think they're going to want, especially in the beginning, everything's going to be happy. Everything's going to be good. He's probably, he shouldn't get upset in the first few games. Cause like I said, I think they're going to pepper him. So I just think maybe that after that KC game compared to where like now his value is kind of coming back up. So I, I don't mind what your, your, your strategy in the sense that you're upgrading. So you're, you know, I don't know if I would, I don't mind what, what you're doing there with Antonio Brown and DJ. Cause you are, you're, you're going up to the Michael Thomas level. But again, AB to me, if if he does take off, man, those first couple of weeks and he's like a top, I don't know, top five, top six, top whatever, top 10 receiver even and shows us that, you know what, oh, this might work out with Carr. We'll I think see how Amari Cooper feels about that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, and that's another thing too. Like even that, like he's got a, a quarterback downgrade. I don't know, man. I'm I'm completely out. I have one share 
and it bums me out. It was on a team that was in contention, and I was just all about going for it. But even with that, I feel like I have number one or number two team in the league going into week one. Like, who knows what happens? I know that. But that's how good I feel about this particular team. And I am ready to be done with the stud wide receiver and put something else in my lineup. Even if it is the DJ Moore that I'm ready to package with him. I'm ready to just be done. Could stay on the same team and uh, and I'll switch positions on you. Antonio Brown or Josh Jacobs? I'll take Jacobs. Easy. I feel like I owe I you something. You I feel so bad for giving you Antonio Brown for Jacobs. See, Jacobs is a sell for me. <laughs> he's on my list. Antonio right, Brown let's, or Jacobs? Let's jump. I would take Jacobs. I feel like he's the person who's most likely to stay around and least likely to have craziness happen. And I mean, what kind of de- <laughs> decline uh, a stable like Antonio Brown plays 16 games ish, you know, like what what are we expecting from him? Really? Like what kind of decline are we expecting even in a healthy atmosphere, which I don't foresee. But let's like fill the glass half full and Antonio Brown is going to ball out. Jacob's ceiling is Antonio Brown's like medium to floor then there like for this year, like points scored, how, how they'll produce. So, yeah, I'm going to keep Antonio Brown, I think. I'm with I'm with JD and thinking that I I will get more than that you know down yeah. the road even if at some point it means I selling own this season in that even league, so I don't think I could get it done but <laughs> <laughs> just drop AB I made the deal happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> nice all right would you, JD give me give me a little bit more on why Jacobs is the sell then to you so you know just looking in general I like my running backs on a good offense uh with a good offensive line their offensive line is like mid sporting news had them has them right now at about a 15 ranked uh they're you know just an offense as a whole they're brutal last year so yeah they bring in new pieces but Carr's still there we don't you know uh the offensive line is not going to be that drastically improved if it is and then like I talked about with the schedule if you look at the first few weeks so the, yeah the first two games are at home One's against Denver, but then they go on the road. Four out of five of them are on the road against Minnesota, Indy, Green Bay, and Houston. And then the only game they have at home is against Chicago. So I could just see Jacobs being in, a, you know, in this new, just new in the NFL, new in this offense, against pretty good defenses on the road. I could just see him struggle a bit, and I it wouldn't be surprised if you could sell him now because the hype is still there. And then kind of when he's average, putting out those average points, maybe you can rebuy him. Uh, after that tough that tough run there with their schedule all right um, I, don't, I don't mind that uh, i mean and antonio brown or josh jacobs for you i don't remember if you answered i'm gonna make you answer now i would i'm mm, yeah i mean <laughs> i for myself if uh just, you didn't answer before did you no, <laughs> i thought you were getting out of it <laughs> i didn't no, now you got me thinking like jacobs because he is he is uh, a nice piece right now to sell whereas ab maybe not so much of a nice piece to sell so mm-hmm. just looking for my team i'd probably take ab but if i'm looking to get a piece that i can move then i'm probably grabbing jacobs fair third mic you got somebody oh. oh okay i was gonna say yeah i totally took jacobs but <laughs> over ab yeah I heard um, don't worry <laughs> all right thanks <laughs> um so i have a few sell pieces here um it, you know one of them i don't think you're gonna get it's not like a huge piece or anything like that but 
you know, you, you look at some of the hype around like Eckler and something came out today too, that like he and Justin Jackson will be splitting 50 50. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people felt that Justin Jackson was just going to kind of move on into that Nelly role and he was going to be the guy and Eckler is just going to keep his same role. But with news like that coming out, like I, I'm willing to sell on, uh, on the chargers backfield on any sort of hype, even if I don't get something like super fantastic, just so I can move on from somebody who maybe has a split or look at like a, somebody younger, um, on another team it's it's week one and melvin gordon isn't suited up will you take a middle to late 2020 second for austin eckler mm-hmm. around the horn i'm in yeah i don't think you're getting more than that yeah i was just, right you probably won't get more than that and that's but. without melvin being there like no you know what i mean so yeah that's fair i i get the the premise and yeah i i want to be a little bit more team justin jackson there, thinking if melvin's not there that they kind of lean on him a little bit more uh, and then let Eckler keep that role. I mean, but, uh, like, and I know that if if it gets to the point where you've got that lineup and you're you get to the point where Eckler's on your bench and scoring tons of points over your RB one and your RB two, then yeah, you're going to insert him into your lineup. But as of now, mm-hmm. if like you're that excited for your team that you have Eckler, your team's probably not that good. Yep. I, th- I think if you have Eckler because you have Gordon, as sure. much as I'm not a handcuff guy, I yep. do have Eckler in the, the scenarios that I have Gordon. Absolutely. Well, totally. That I yep, I agree. Him. Yep. But, but I think you guys bring up a good point in the sense that right now there's two situations in, in a backfield and good offenses that are worth a lot fantasy wise, but because of contract situation, we don't know. So you've got Pollard out there, you know, getting the hype in Dallas. You've got Eckler mm-hmm. here. So what I would say with these two scenarios is because they're kind of cloudy, I guess, in the sense that we really don't know what's going to happen once the season starts with the percent, you know, who's going to be running more, catching more or whatever. Like Eckler obviously has his role, but is it going to expand or is, is JJ going to come in and just kind of, uh, you know, do the early groundwork? So I think in, in these type of situations, there's two things you can do. If you have the piece, and like I said, it's not a necessity because you don't have, let's say, Zeke or, or Gordon and there's hype and someone's willing to give you more than what you think he's worth. And I would move that to get yourself something that's more of a sure thing, I guess you can yep. say. There's not sure Even thing. if it's a future pick, like that second exactly. that we were talking about on Eckler, I mean, that's uh, going to help. Like your... a, more, a more guaranteed piece that will increase in value. And you, that's yep. perfect. That's exactly it, right? Which a draft pick right now is definitely going to increase in value. Where Eckler, we don't know, man. Either Melville comes back or he doesn't necessarily show that he can do more than what he's been doing. Uh, and same with Pollard. We really don't know. Once, Yeah, I like that sell too. That's a good one to yep. add in. Even though well, let's let's jump into that one too because I know Swags, you and I think you and me talked about a little bit of that on Super Flexible with Travis May. So uh, a quick shameless plug, go check out that pod as well. Wait for uh, me but, to get it out. <laughs> well, I mean, I would think at this point it is. Oh, no? yeah. It'll we'll be figure out. it out. Definitely By the time you're listening to this, you can listen to that first. deal. Uh, but Tony Pollard, uh, Swags, it wasn't that long ago that me and you had a bunch of deals going round and round and uh, I'm not going to lie, I, sh- I shit on the fact that you were trying to a- add Pollard in as, as anything of significance. I think you've waited long enough for that's probably more valuable than just a throw-in piece, just some pure speculation right now. But is that a sale candidate for you now just waiting on the Zeke stuff? Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what, are, me, you, what yeah. are you looking to get back in return for just Pollard by himself? And then, and then again, that's another one there where we're just it's it's so unknown with the contract situation. Hey, you got to get somebody that's willing to make that risk if you're if you're trying to make them pay up for it. Well, I would hate to put myself in a situation where I accidentally agree to a deal with you on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, it's all right through me, buddy. It's- but do you have a hypothetical example? Nope, I don't. 
I mean, I think it depends on the team that you approach too. Like your team, um, surprisingly, it doesn't look like the most running back team in the league at all. If anything, for the way you build your teams, I think that's one of your personal weakest wide receiver teams. So when I look at your team, sometimes I'm like, if I'm going to trade him Pollard, I'd like to get a wide receiver back because I feel like that's kind of my weak link. I wish I had a better fourth wide receiver. So I look at you in those regards and anything I see, I, I kind of back off because I don't feel like you have the depth to make the move. Like shame on me for not like sending the trade anyway, maybe it'd work out, but that's kind of what I'm looking for in that particular league, like a similar valued wide receiver, whether it's um, an, somebody maybe kind of aging or somebody that may be up and coming and getting, I don't even want to say similar hype because I think the window for success with the wide receivers longer, but something that I like, you know, but I'm kind of that team in particular, I feel like I'm, I'm in need of a wide receiver. I think that's kind of the move that you'd be looking to make unless you can um, go to like the Tevin Coleman opener or something like that and get, add something I'd, I'd be willing to add something to tony pollard right now to get uh tavin coleman type or something like that or future sticking picks to, sticking to wide receiver side and i know you don't you, you said a guy you like and i'm i'm aware that you don't really like this guy but like john brown in buffalo like is 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 that enough of a piece or in that range or you want something else for pollard because zeke might not play or we don't know when he's coming yeah i i know I, you don't like john brown so i know that's a bad example but i'm just yeah it's a super bad example (laughs) i'd pick john brown up if he was on waivers and i had a spot like dante moncrief parker these are guys going around their adp right now pollard and jackson are literally back to back uh on ffpc superflex dinos at rb59 and rb60 maybe like uh, james washington i think moncrief would be interesting i don't want moncrief larry Maybe some, you know, production now. I don't know. Uh, Fitz is an interesting one. I like Fitz on a lot of like my strong teams, and I absolutely think Fitz is a great buy. Um, man, Kyler Murray I, I didn't prefer, seem to be able to hit anybody on that team the other night, though. I prefer your idea of when you're moving these smaller pieces. I way rather pair them up or you know put a package together and, and upgrade, get myself yeah. uh, as opposed to doing like a lateral. You know. Yep. But I mean, if honestly, like, and if he's somebody you're interested in and you want to look at, I mean, I think we could work something out just from talking to you. I think that you believe in him a little bit more, even with Zeke on the field. Um, But I actually, I also understand that value a little bit, you know, and I could also go talk to the Zeke owner. So, but I'm not trying to get like an inflated price. I don't know. It would be an easy sell if you were willing to take some time and work out a quick deal. I don't even want your Pollard chair. I was just trying to get you to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I know you do. Third Mike, you got a, You said you had a couple. I think we only had you get to one. Uh, Yeah, well, I had Eckler and Justin Jackson next to each other. It's kind of okay. what do you do. Um, And so another one I have is Hunter Henry. I just I feel like people are really excited about him. And I just, you know, I, I'm kind of a same similar mentality as Swags with him where, like, it's hard for me to be that excited about somebody who I just really haven't seen play. And I feel like there's plenty of people out there who are willing to pay for him. Yeah. yeah you I know, I agree with that one. Yeah. yeah. JD, where are you at on Hunter Henry? Yeah, I'm not mad at that. He's not someone I'm heavily invested in. I just uh, went out and bought him in uh, the OG goat just because last year I lost in the finals and I needed to upgrade my tight end position. And I literally have no shares of him. 
So I got him at a decent price and I just thought, you know, putting him every week as opposed to trying to shuffle through a couple guys uh, might get me, you know, if he does pop, it's a good situation that I have, but he's not someone that I'm heavily investing in. Um, You know, another guy that I'm selling, you know, along the tight end lines is actually Zach Ertz. Um, you know, you just look at historically his targets and receptions versus what he did last year. And, you know, the situation, the pieces they brought in that they're, you know, these are two tight ends that you could probably get, especially in tight end premium leagues right now. Uh, Hunter Henry and Zach Ertz are two guys you can move for, for some nice pieces. Um, like I'm just looking really quickly here at Ertz last. Uh, so, you know, let's say you start three years into his career, 2015, 2018, he's got 112, 106, 110 targets. And then last year, 156. And his yeah, reception, it's a lot. Thing, you know, 75, 78, 74, and then he's up to 116. Mm-hmm. So even if you bring him down to 120 targets, at, uh, he's averaging about 70% average. You're looking at about 85 receptions. That's like 30 plus less catches that he's, you know, if you if mm-hmm. you put that math together. Yeah, that's uh, a ton of good points on Ertz. He, but Ertz so, is pretty proven, though. Like Hunter I, I, Henry I, isn't. If so. I'm in, yes, you are right. And I do like that, that uh, Mike said that because that's something that I – guys that haven't shown it on the field yet i'm very uh where's his adp do you have that in front of you jd for um hunter uh, henry yeah maybe a couple tight ends around him like above and below henry is going right now as a tight end six he's going behind see i prefer ingram which is going who's going right ahead of him oj howard or or, these are guys in the same tier but i prefer oj or ingram uh and, and joko would be the next guy he's going quite a bit after as this tight end seven and then you go into it's like tj hawkinson and then uh ebron where, where are you guys at with those guys? Like the, the ones you said after, like Njoku, even Hawkinson, Font. Like, would you take them in front of Hunter Henry? Yeah. I'm not going to take them in front of because I don't have to. Yeah. But, but you're not taking Hunter Henry. Uh, I, I'm not taking Hunter Henry, but if, because uh, I'm like JD, I have zero shares. But if I had him on my team, I'm okay with trading. I'd trade you Henry for Fant and, uh, you know, another another piece. Um, like that, like, let's see, I got, no, you don't have to do it straight up. Yeah, you do. I like fan that much. And you don't like Hunter Henry. You're, you're not the person I'd sell to. Well, you can't always get value. Do you want your guy or not? This is your chance. Like you, it's about, it's sometimes it's just like 30 leagues. You won't do that. Like I'm walking. (laughs) Nope. Too late, dude. You're trying to bend me over. Those two guys. (laughs) <laughs> Just to help the discussion, Hunter Henry and Joker are going about 20, sp- 20 spots uh, apart from each other. And like I said, looking at the FFPC uh, uh, ADP. So what I think Two Drink is saying is he'd probably rather sell Hunter Henry for Njoku in a bit. Yeah. Right? As opposed yeah. to having... Yeah, any, any of those guys after that, if I can get that tight end in a piece, like that's, I'm more than willing to do that with, with probably any of those tight ends for the next... Five, six, eight spots, even even so, just the tight end rank. What you're saying is you agree with that ADP? What I say, I I agree with how the community feels about Hunter Henry <laughs> and his ADP. That's I don't I I mean I'm not just playing with with my thoughts here. You know what I mean? I'm playing with at least nine other guys, normally eleven other guys, and their feelings. There's there's two, well, and, three, and four I guys agree, in there that I believe Henry you, is dude, better than you tight could end probably five. get something else with those yeah. tight ends. I agree with you. But like in that startup we're in, I almost took Hunter Henry because we're like 30 spots past his ADP, just figuring like, well, maybe I take him and then I can move him. But at the same time, when you're doing that, especially in a startup, there's a reason that guy's falling too. So right. like, uh, if everybody else believes that, then I can't draft him and then flip him because there's a reason he's still sitting there and everybody keeps passing him up. 
Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, uh, just in general or, or in a vacuum looking at ADP and, and trying to trade with other, other guys in my league. Yeah. I'll take a lot of those tight ends after him. If I'm moving I'd, Hunter Henry for I'd that one. I'd accept it straight up if it hit my inbox. I'm not saying you can't get more and you shouldn't try, but um, I think I would accept it But you're okay it just up. rocking it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Fant will have Season's more catches. about to start. Than Those Hunter values will change year. soon. Yep. I said it. So Fant's going as tight end 10 at, yep. and at the 99th ADP, whereas uh, Hunter Henry's at 55. So you are you can wait quite a bit and then still get your guy. What's yep. it like uh, James Washington? So I have Fan at 101 at the one I'm looking at and James Washington at 105. Yeah, and Henry was up at like 60. Like, give me those two guys, you know what I mean, for Hunter Henry, and I'm and I'm laughing. But guess, please. Too even easy. Like, even like a Mark Andrews, you know, you could definitely like Mark Andrews. Yeah, and, and you're going to let me have something else after that? Way too easy. Swags, you got, you got another piece in there? Or you just want to keep fighting about Hunter Henry? <laughs> oh, no, we agree on it. You just want too much. <laughs> <laughs> nope you're selling a piece cheaper than you need to that's that's different it's not that i don't want too much it depends on the market it doesn't just well, depend sure. on adp and a trade calculator like a hundred percent it's it's more so no about the person that has way that. i'm taking hunter henry on my team for noah Fant or tj hawkinson eric ebron um the list goes on right so i'm i'm asking you what are you going to add to hunter henry i don't care what adp is and I'm telling you to fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like, good I, walking like away said, from the deal. You're not my market here then. Like there are plenty in that league that are. I am advising listeners to not take on Hunter Henry it, with any anything. Like two drink doesn't own him. He's just trying to make a point on value here. You do not want Hunter Henry on your team. I agree. And yeah, with that statement. <laughs> we're on the same side fighting opposite views somehow that's cool we're uh who, who else has themselves who wants to jump in i'll throw i'll throw a running back in since we haven't really talked about uh, yes. running backs. uh you know looking at the position again you want to be with good offenses and i prefer youth so a guy like mark ingram right now he hasn't done anything yet in Baltimore. We don't really know what's what he's going to produce there in that offense. We don't know what that offense is going to look like in, in general. So, And I'm a big Justice Hill guy. So if I have Ingram, which nice. I hope my, my GOAT listeners are not listening right now because I've got him in uh, the, OG, uh, the OG GOAT, and uh, I would love to move him. But just looking at his age, uh, the threat on the tire, he's, he's moved offenses right now. So it's kind of like a new shiny thing for a lot of fantasy owners. So... If people are in need of a running back in your league, uh, he's a guy that I might go try to shop around because I don't see his value going up, even if he does have a decent year, just because of his age and, and the threat off tire. And Justice Hill should be banging on the door right behind him. It's what do you want? It's definitely a Justice Hill-friendly podcast, but I don't, yeah, I enjoy some Mark Ingram, and I'm maybe not as opposed to it uh, even just for this year. I, I but, guess, yeah, yeah the so only like, way I want? really want to sell Mark Ingram really bad is if I don't believe in my teams. I, I think that you're going to get a solid couple of years out of Mark Ingram. And this is what I've kind of been the narrative in my head is wrote like, is you're going to get some Mark Ingram and some justice Hill. I love me some justice Hill. I want, I want them both like poor boys, Mark Ingram and Elvin Kamara right there. I think that they will both be pretty productive. Maybe not RB ones, but I don't hate the sell though, but if I have a strong team and he's in my starting lineup, I guess it just depends on what I can get for him. So, do you want? Yeah. Let me give you guys that uh, we'll do a bit of OTC here, which yeah. we do on Goat District. Uh, do you want him or Rashad Penny? Um, boy. I'll take Mark Ingram. Yeah, Ingram for sure. Him or Tariq Cohen? 
I mean, man. So I think I believe in both of those players more than most people. Same. Same. I think that Cohen, I mean, what he was RB16-ish last year. And, and I know that Dave Montgomery's there, who I also like a lot. But, I mean, I think that Cohen's going to be a productive guy, like, in the passing game still, even with David Montgomery getting some. Just look at him as a different wide receiver for the team. Yeah, um, Cohen's a nice I'd have to go to Cohen just because I feel like you could get more out of him if you if you were somebody who didn't believe in any, either of them and you had them both on your team and you had to get rid of one right in a trade. I, I would I would try to keep Cohen just because I feel like um, I could get more out of him later, or um, he would be the one that um, that I would shop now just because I think I could get more for him. Like if I if I hated them both, which I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, and then there's the penny narrative where he might get. 200 250 touches and yeah. then the other two guys i'll throw it you guys can tell me if you prefer any of these guys over him is are darrell henderson and chris carson well i'm definitely <laughs> not henderson carson yeah. i mean i kind of feel stronger about from a season standpoint than i do penny but not dynasty um I, i'd rather have mark ingram than carson for sure probably than all those guys i hate trying to believe in P- what Pete carroll's telling me because he's such a liar (laughs) believe that they ran the ball 504 times last year and that they'll do that again uh you know i mean i think you can count on 400 at a low that's low like just to for argument's sake you know and then 500 to 525 yeah 450 to 500 from from the ravens or if not more too so yeah probably see i'd probably rather Take my marking. I, I like what you said, uh, Shane, about depending on your roster. Because, yeah, if you're competitive and he's like your RB4 or whatever on your on your team, giving you some nice depth at the position and you want the production this year, uh, I'm fine with that. But I would prefer the, – the guys I gave you uh, that I kind of listed here, they're all going right after him in ADP right now according to FFPC. And this is like based on the last couple of weeks, I think it is. Um, but if you take Ingram and, you know, like we talked about, pair him up with something – I would go get myself something like a Miles Sanders or like a. Ooh, I like that. Like a, I'm looking here. I don't even know. Uh, you know, we can go even higher. There's guys right now whose values are dropping in Marlon Mack just because of what's going on with Luck or with uh, yeah with Luck. And then you know, not everybody's that big on Fournette. These are guys I'd, I'd pair my Ingram with something and get myself just a more significant running back that can maybe give you a higher ceiling. What about some Balage? Balage. <laughs> Some Kalen Bellage. That's some serious hype train right now. Yeah. That's why it's a sell, right? I mean, I think I'm in on the sell. If I've got him on my teams, like, it's a tough one, dude. I was thinking about it last night because um, we've talked about Bellage forever now and some ups and downs, and I've been pretty in on it. So I've got not as many shares as I have, but I have a couple. And they're sitting there based on the beliefs that I thought that this was going to happen. But now that it's happened, I want out. <laughs> so See, I'm, that, I'm that was so the question torn. I asked you last week with Hooper. Remember, I asked you guys that with Hooper. I said like I've been collecting Hoopers for the past two, three years, and now everybody wants them in my tight end premiums. And it's like I don't know. Do I sell them? I got them for so cheap. Now I'm, I'm getting my return. And same thing here, right? You you hold them. You hope is you hope this happens. And now that it happens, like do I want them on my team or should I sell them now? Or you know, I like Austin Hooper though. I guess for that one, it depends too. Like. Um, if you can pair him with something in upgrade or I believe in him though, to maintain that and maybe get a little bit better. I mean, I think he's underrated. If anything, he's always goes super late. He'll go after people like Hunter Henry who haven't done Jack squat. 
So what do well, you what are you moving Balaj for right now? I guess would be the question. Um, I would definitely take a first. I think some scenarios you might be able to get that. Somebody I saw in the Twitterverse that somebody got Geist for him straight up, which I think is insane. Yeah, if I could get Geist for him today, I would do that. No, the, the best is the the guy who got Balaj is the guy who tweeted that out. He's like, I'm on the hype train. And he's like bragging about it. Yeah, his, that's uh, right. You're right. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So What about Balaj for some of the guys we already said, like Austin Eckler? I'll take Balaj. I'm going to throw Duke in there. Duke Johnson, Balazs. since he just moved to Houston. Like, is that somebody who should look to move now just on that? And people hating on Lamar Miller, like always? Oh, yeah. So do you move Duke or you want to you see that play out now? I, I would move Duke personally tough because you, you you would think that he can increase his value just if he gets the right role yeah. out there in in houston you know yeah and i don't worst case scenario kind of stays what it is i would yeah, think yeah yeah i'll uh i'll, bo- I'll board bet damian hilliard against oh duke johnson done boom easy money i'm doing it the first thing I do with any of these guys, like Balaj, I go straight to the Drake owner who's panicking right now because he has him as his RB2 and is, you know, he's feeling all the hype around him. He's like, man, I should have taken him in the late rounds. So I'd go to him first and see if I can get uh, maybe more than what his value might be anywhere else. Yep. Who did you just bet me with? What name did you even say? <laughs> um, Damian Hilliard. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Running back for the Cleveland Browns. Yep, I got you. Second year. <laughs> It's nice. Perfect. <laughs> the guy that got rid of Duke. He's another of... guy that, that popped recently that you've had on the end of your bench. Or, I've, you know, I've got him in some deep, deep dynasties. And now he's finally, you know, he's got a he's got an opportunity. His value is creeping up a bit. He might be a, a nice little sell at some point. So what? So at what point are you? I mean, obviously, it's very situational for, for the team and, and even your dynasty construction. But... Like you said, you've gotten these guys for so cheap for for years now. If you miss out on your your sell opportunity, you know what I mean. Do you do you set your team back, or you know how do you? I'm not really asking a question here. I'm just randomly thinking well, out loud. I guess that's <laughs> why. That's why the first thing I'm looking at is pairing one of these pieces with something else to upgrade. As long as you're upgrading and you're improving your team, you're going to increase the value at the same time, right? So you're you're not losing that value. It's like Damian Williams. I sold. I always say this like. Maybe I sold them cheaper. I actually sold them a bit early, but I sold them for Mike Williams. Uh, I think it was like April or something like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he would come in. He might still, but I just I wasn't a believer. Uh, I just think that like what you're saying to drink men, when you've got these guys, they're worth nothing. You grab them for a reason because you think they're going to be worth something one day. You don't want to miss the train, right? And that's kind of the balancing act that, that we have to do as owners. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Kenny Galladay. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he was dirt cheap for a while. Like I had so many shares everywhere, being a Lions fan and all of that crappy stuff. But I had Kenny Galladay everywhere, and then it got to this price that it was just like, man, I'm I'm done. I'm moving as many shares as I can to where I just kept a couple, just because it is I a Lions fan, you know. But I kind of wish I didn't sell them all. But at the same time, man, the price difference between what I got him for and what I sold for. If he goes on to succeed, which is my hope, honestly, for him in the Lions and for fantasy, that world too. But I'm fine with my returns at this point. Is I, there a point, maybe not for the average listener, but again, if we're, if we're still talking dynasty, I don't know that there's many people that just play like one dynasty. You feel like you, you do that, you get hooked and you jump into a bunch. But, you know, like you said, you have lots of Austin Hooper. Do you get to a point where you're like, you know what, I'm going to sell off half of them 
and keep the other half and kind of ride the wave and see if it gets 100%. higher or I'm okay missing yeah, yeah. out since I diversified some of that there. That Shane's talking about Galladay. I did the, that exact thing. I, I <laughs> bought him everywhere, and his now he, you know, he's his hype kind of built up. And then I wanted to keep a certain percentage, and then I sold the rest for bigger pieces or pieces that I thought were better fit for my team. Because it, it makes it easier, uh, you know, doing that in multiple across multiple leagues. If you only had it in one league, like it's a exactly. definite sell for you right now, or you know what I mean. Like that's there's more thought put into it in the sense that you like you know like Shane says he's he's a He's a Lions fan. Maybe he wants him on his team. I talked about Juju last week and how I just want him on my team because I'm a fan. And I think, you know, for whatever million reasons, yeah. so it, it, it gives you the the flexibility, I guess, that if someone does come and offer you something for him, you're like, you know what? I got another couple shares, so I don't mind selling them here. Yeah. And Galladay, the hype slowed a little bit. Like it, the price is still up to put before like what I was talking about there, but it, it slowed a little bit at the end of last year. It was very strong and you could get. A king's ransom for him and now it's a little bit harder to work those deals yeah he was down at like uh one so let's look june of last year yeah so last summer he was like in the hundred uh average adp whereas now he's like 38th yeah that's crazy you know yeah huge jump all right i want to throw a, a trade out here if, if we're kind of moving off of sales or if anybody has any let's uh anybody want any more names out there are you gonna let me jump to this oh, you i'm taking what it what you got 14-team Superflex Dynasty PPR, Kyler Murray on one side, Drew Brees, and DJ Moore on the other side, since we were bringing up DJ Moore earlier. 14-team Superflex. I'm going to make Swags go first. 14-team Superflex. We'll say the trade again. Kyler Murray, uh-huh. who couldn't hit anybody the other day, right? Or right. is all underneath stuff. So it didn't really count. <laughs> or Drew Brees. And uh, some people's like wide receiver one probably by next year, DJ Moore. Huh. Let's just keep. Let's I'd, keep I'd go that Kyler Murray brother. there. Okay. Yeah, he's not worried about just it. extreme. Not worried about preseason week number two. <laughs> um, no, the <laughs> no. Dynasty. I know. I, I could trade him today down. for a lot. Shady, where are you at here? Fourteen teamer. I would take the the Breeze more side. I just think in a fourteen teamer, the quarterbacks are more flat uh, when you're looking at value. Um, I get Breeze is older, but old quarterbacks. They continue to perform. Yeah, the offense is changing around them, but I don't think the value between the two quarterbacks is uh, big enough to put DJ Moore in there. I I would feel really good if I got Breeze and and Moore. I might even try to squeeze a bit more just because of all the hype around Murray. But I don't know. I kind of like. That. Does that move matter to you, JD? Like, if what if um your other quarterback is honestly anybody you want from a medium to high end quarterback, but you only have two quarterbacks and Drew Breeze now. Oh, I see what you're saying. I Next you're year, saying. the year after, Drew Brees retires, and you're just stuck there with whatever quarterback I'm allowing you to pick from the NFL to be your other super flex quarterback in a 14-team league, but now you only have one because Brees just retired. And Kyler yeah, Murray's think, now moving like on to be a franchise quarterback. There's <laughs> always like the what-if scenario, right? Like the, the, I think like in a vacuum, just looking at this, but for sure, you're depending on what your roster situation is and what the, this, the the situation you're describing there, I totally get it. So yeah, if I'm looking to get younger at the quarterback position, you're one thing I will say is like to me, value wise, this is a, an overpay. But when you're getting when you're upgrading to a piece uh, of higher value, I guess you could say, which is why you would be upgrading, you're probably going to have to pay a bit more. You're going to pay a premium, right? It's not just a matter of okay, he's worth this, and you 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 you're probably going to have to throw in a bit more to get him. 
So if that's what you're doing here and you're, you know, you really want, you really think Kyler Murray will come in and, and well, I mean, he will, right. Hopefully he doesn't uh, like to drink pointed out, pull that, uh, you know, all season. Uh, but I don't mind doing that to get your quarterback situation younger. But I just, if I'm just looking at the trade by itself in a 14 teamer, uh, you know, players are depth is a, is an issue. So if I can get myself a nice wide receiver and a quarterback that can perform similarly to what my Kyler Murray will do for me this year. Um, yeah. There, Mike. Well, <laughs> no, I, I'm on the Drew Brees side as well too. And, and DJ more. And for a lot, a lot of the reasons that, you know, JD said, but you know, the other thing for me too, is when, when I look at Arizona, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of hype about that offense, right? They're going to run like six bajillion plays and, and all this other stuff. But, it just to me, it feels a lot like you know, a lot like when Chip Kelly came into the league, right? Um, and for like a year or two, like it was insane, and then all of a sudden, it was it was gone, right? Um, so, and and all those players, uh, you know, Nick Foles, right? He's he's doing his thing, but it took him a while to get back to even being you know a starter for Eagles, starter for Jacksonville. It took you know somebody getting hurt and him pulling off a miracle to to have that kind of opportunity again and again you know like jd said you can balance all the what ifs you want but uh, i don't know if i can believe in uh in the hype of the new offensive system so i know murray's worth a lot but i'd be pretty comfortable with the breeze dj morris side if if i traded murray away and we're not going to help at all because i'm going to split this and i'm going <laughs> kyler murray i think he has the uh, ability to to easily be the most valuable piece this time next year by far uh, and moving on, if you don't believe in Kyler Murray, like like maybe not so much JD, but a little bit more on the third mic side there, I think there's still an opportunity to sell higher than this, you know, middle of the season um, when it's maybe other teams haven't quite figured it out yet. Chip Chip had what that was that Nick Foles like 37 and two year or 37 and four, you know, a touchdown interception crazy ass year. Like, yeah, sure. It'll work early. I don't necessarily need Kyler Murray on my team for four years, you know what I mean, to make this trade and, and flip it the other way. Um, a really good point. It's yeah, interesting absolutely. pieces all around. So it, it is how you want to play it. Um, but I I think moving forward, uh, I want the Kyler Murray side to to give me more return. And I mean, you even go into it too, like, and I this is a worst case situation, but like week two, Drew Brees goes down week two Kyler Murray goes down like two different situations. Like the one, the one team gets to put Kyler Murray on the IR and know that they're going to get a franchise quarterback back. Eventually the other teams wondering now if they just traded drew Brees for, and now he's going to retire because of this injury and they don't even get to use him for 2019. He's 41 years old. <laughs> which, is, which, he is old. which is why you're getting DJ Moore in, in the deal. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I like I just feel like it you guys everything you guys are saying is right like it, I'm probably even biased in the sense that I've got so much Kyler Murray right now in best ball and stuff that I'm probably like you know when you get into a new draft you're like hey I've got enough of that guy I'm not going to draft him but sure. everything you guys are saying are right like two drink I love that you know it's true these guys come in and they're different so the the NFL needs time to adjust and if you can take advantage of that maybe right now is not the time to, to sell Murray I like that a lot he wasn't he your first sell of the show who me, me? yeah who sold DJ Moore me okay that was you yeah 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 that's that's kind of why i threw this one here this is from at dirk mazer too yeah totally checked that up but 
I'll, t- I'll tag you. That's the best I can Would do. Would you guys rather uh, have Antonio Brown or 61% Darius Geis? and DJ Moore before you go to another way. Just wanted to throw that out there. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown or Geis. Oh, AB. Yeah, it's not close. Fast. What if I give Marvin Jones on the Geis size as well? So Marvin Jones and Geis. I think I'm still going to stay on AB. I like Marvin Jones a lot, but... Um, Market value is not there. Correct. He's one of those guys that you're better off keeping on your bench. It's just bad that I'm sitting here as the Raiders fan, just wanting to get rid of him so bad. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Dude, I don't know, man. I'll tell you what. It's done. Yeah, it's just uh. do it. You did it? No, I'm, I'm saying like that's that's Antonio oh, okay. Brown's story. I it's thought you were like said you just did that it's trade. Done. <laughs> on the one before though, Breeze and DJ Moore, sixty-one percent over Kyler Murray. Just to throw it out there. Um, I think I think it's that more piece because you know if you're going to compare the quarterbacks, you can make all those arguments, and I totally believe you. But if you believe in DJ Moore, he's a nice piece to have along with it. All right, I got one more trade, and then two minute breakdown to somebody um, <laughs> at Don Mega Stefan Diggs, a uh, twelve team half PPR Superflex. Stefan Diggs on one side or the other guy, Curtis Samuel, twenty twenty first and the twenty twenty third. Might as well just figure we'll say DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, because that's whatever. But I'm gonna go first. And as much as like Curtis Samuel in 2021st, no chance Diggs is leaving my team. And I will gladly play this, regardless of what I said at the beginning of the show. So mm-hmm. you're saying you're taking Diggs. Diggs? Yep. Gotcha. And I know I, I loved up on some Curtis Samuel. That sounded really weird uh, at the beginning of the show. <laughs> but uh, Stephon, I might if, if that dude was around. I like him a lot, too. Uh, <laughs> Stefan Diggs for me. Too easy. Um. So 2021st or and Curtis Samuel? And a, and a 2023rd. I'll take the 2021st and, and Curtis Samuel. And that's also why I put this in there because I figured I would get you to go on the other side. Not get you, but I have opposing. It's a, it's a tough one, though. I, I don't you. mind grabbing some dig shares at all. Like, I, I I would love to have digs on my teams. So, yeah, I feel like as the, you know, as the time goes on, we all know that picks like increase in value, but I feel like this is a situation where as time goes on, digs increases in value too. Um, so I, I actually, I like the dig side. Perfect. JD. That was for you to drink. I forgot. I to appreciate that, buddy. I was like, who did that? No, that wasn't me. Yeah, I got to get it going. <laughs> uh, I, I told you guys before we started recording, there's three guys. Like the reason I have trouble exactly. coming up with sell, sell lists is because pretty much anyone on my rosters are for sale except for three guys right now. And it's mm-hmm. Kamara, Juju and Diggs is the, the other one. I love Diggs, man. I, uh, it's hard for me to sell him for especially something like that. Like I got to be excited. Curtis Samuel, I get it, but I think he's a little hype piece right now. Um, I, I would keep the, the dig side. Juicy. If you guys don't have anything else, it's two minute breakdown time. Break it down. Um, Swags. so Rashad Penny or Josh okay. Rosen? One quarterback? Superflex. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Superflex. I guess it all depends on what you think about Rosen. Yeah. I want to go Rosen, and I hate you. <laughs> Rosen will start at some point this season, and then I think as long as it's not a, as atrocious as it was last year and and as a bad as I feel like it's looked so far this year in the limited spot, I can get more than Penny if I want to move. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick does not need to play. Well, and that's it. Just okay. <laughs> so there's one thing, that, and I hate coach talk. I hate player talk. I like player talk a little bit more, but there's one thing that Ryan Fitzpatrick said that caught my ear, and um, it was he he said to the media, no quotes here, but 
go up and look it up if you want to, but something to the point of, I don't feel like I'm so much in a quarterback competition with him as I am mentoring the young quarterback. So there's what the media sees and what we want to see and whether or not Ryan Fitzpatrick starts or not, like that's not what I'm saying here, but mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick is also saying like, I'm well aware, like hopefully this guy's the, they, they got him there to hopefully be the next guy. Right. Who knows if it works out or not, but that's their hope. They didn't trade for him to hope it doesn't work out. Yeah, it certainly turns your ear a little bit. So, so Swags, which side are you taking? Ah, you know I love me some Penny, but I, I think that, that that Rosen value is going to go up. Now, so could the Penny's value, but as long as Chris Carson's around, like it's always going to hurt the value. Like I kind of like the Rosen side of that. <laughs> With some hesitation, question mark in your voice. I don't know. Okay. I'm just, I'm just laughing. I'm like, as long as Pete Carroll's telling lies, you're not really sure. In, in, in a super flex <laughs> format, talking, though, like, sure. um, yeah, I don't mind the Rosen side. I think that we've gone a little bit too far with some of the hate. Like, while it's, it's deserved and everything, it, but I mean, you just have to look. And it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's played on he's every team in the solution. NFL for if, a reason. Yeah. If I change, it's not even mine, but I'm taking it. If I change it to a 10 team, do you change your mind to Penny? And same thing, if we go 14 team, is it 100% Smash Frozen? Super flex. Um, ladder, ladder for sure for me, if it's 14 team. Yeah, with 10. So can I get you to switch to Penny at 10, at 8? Like, See, the thing the thing with this deal is it's a great time to buy Rosen because he's super cheap. But right. I don't know that I'm selling Penny right now because the, the hype with Carson, especially is like in the last week, week and a half is blown up. So well, Carson, yeah. they want him to catch 50 balls, right? <laughs> Everything and that, that, Carson and that the latest blurb. Penny doesn't, right? And that's right. Uh, that's the problem. And Carson did it really, really well last year. Top five in, in the last few weeks of the year rushing the ball. So, you know it's one of those where especially with a coach like carol like penny's gonna really have to prove himself they're not just gonna put him in they showed that last year so yeah i don't know Uh, it's it's i think that because it's super flex i feel better holding a quarterback just if you're looking at long-term value uh rosen is young enough yeah he might have a crap year do show nothing and then get sent somewhere next year end up like a backup but he is a quarterback right now there's an opportunity for him to be a starter nobody thinks fitz is going to start all year so as a start, starting quarterback, I think I'd rather have that on my roster than a guy like Penny who hasn't necessarily proved himself uh, at the NFL level. Yeah, I like it. It's tough. I like I like Penny a lot. I've been but on But having that. said that, Penny's value is more right now because he's like 50 spots ahead of Rosen in, in, S- in Superflex uh, ADP. Yep. Dang. We need to fix that. So two drink brings his value down on Hunter Henry a little bit. <laughs> rosen is great in those uh super flex best balls like the deep ffpc ones because you can grab rosen and fits even at the end uh to make yourself a nice little qb3 if you didn't get a chance to grab one earlier nice i have a funny feeling i'm getting the two minute breakdown today oh he figured it out <laughs> so these questions just aren't from me though buddy these questions are from the three of us oh yes so you are in trouble. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm <laughs> intrigued. Somebody wanted to uh, make sure they got back at you for the last show. I won't spoil it at all, though. I oh, knew that was. <laughs> all American history is not real anyway. It's like fake news. Right, so exactly. I don't have to know our shit. Hilarious. But not like he knew any of his, so it's cool. <laughs> I'll start. 
when uh, here uh, you're two minute breakdown. Dynasty full PPR, Juju Smith Schuster or Dalvin Cook and two 2021sts. Oh wow. Oh man, I want a Juju share so bad, but I'm taking those two first and Dalvin. Probably moving Dalvin what, though if I can. What is I'll take him. What is Michigan State fruit? Um apples? Blueberries. Think, right? But it's blueberries and cherries. You fucks can't even decide. <laughs> Dynasty points per carry and full PPR. Nick Chubb or David Montgomery and Miles Sanders. Ooh. Oh man, that's tough. But I uh, man. I guess <laughs> I have to take those two rookies. You don't feel good about it, do you? No, I don't Who? move Chubb. Who, that's what she said. Who did the Detroit Red Wings play in the big house in a 2014 winter classic? Mm, no idea. No clue either. There's a village in <laughs> France where the people that live there are called pussies. Name that village. Uh, man, I don't know. This is, what is it? <laughs> um, Latavius Murray. Is he undervalued or totally gross? Both. Fair. How many Wolverines <laughs> currently habitat the wild in the Wolverine state? Um, it's a low number. They're endangered. Um, I'm gonna say 700. I have it as zero now in wow, the wild. That's too bad. <laughs> How do you make holy water? Mm, I don't know. Well, the hell out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Le'Veon Bell receiving stat line this year. Receiving um, stat line. Forty receptions for six hundred yards. That's no a touchdowns. Lot. Zach Ertz or George Kittle this year? Um, I'll take Ertz. Ertz, you said? Yeah, I'll take Ertz. You over still have Kittle. two more. You didn't. You didn't get there. Who Not are you fading the most at the moment? Um, Antonio Brown. Fair enough. <laughs> and last question. I hate you, third Mike. Rank these teams in order of largest to smallest fantasy dumpster fire. <laughs> Jaguars, Jets, Dolphins. Largest um, to smallest fantasy dumpster fire. Largest to smallest dumpster fire? So I'd probably say <laughs> Jags, you Dolphins, even say words, Jets. Bro. <laughs> you sound like my, like my three-year-old there. <laughs> when she starts making up words. <laughs> Love the good stuff for the end. That's perfect. I don't know what you said, but that was awesome. <laughs> Appreciate you other same order. For, uh, for helping me out there with those questions. Those were good. We it got them. It was the least, by the way. I was at that game. It was fucking cold, man. I don't know. Sorry, you guys. Uh, do you guys swear on here? Sorry, you can edit that. No, out. we don't fucking say words. Curse right, words on cool. here. So you cool. Cool. keep none of that check. bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it was it was cold, man. That bringing my wife to that game, like sitting outside in the freezing cold, just like it was pelting snow, and she stayed the, like a champ. I was like, yeah, I'm marrying this girl for sure, <laughs> no doubt. Nice. Keep her right now, exactly. Nice. All right, so uh, you need to come JD, back to the dirty mitten. Dirty men. JD, I'll let you start. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Your podcast, definitely go check that out. And and that ball and sh- like you got more information on that. That was cool. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot for having me. This is always a blast, man. You guys are some of my favorite guys to talk fantasy with, and this was fun as usual. Thanks for having me. You can check me out at Goat District. Uh, my boy at Overhype Sleeper, no E on the end, is my co-host, Dan. We have the Goat District drops every week, either Wednesday or Thursday. And then like uh, my boy Two Drink mentioned, I've got two projects dropping soon. One is Ballin'. And then we're dropping our first episode of Quarter Millie Billies uh, this Saturday. So check that out. Third mic. 
um, at the third Mike everywhere and at the third Mike everywhere on Instagram. By the way, if you're looking for another league to get into, I have a few spots left in the Giving League, which is the charity league I run every year for domestic violence uh, prevention. Damn it! So that's please, my th- that's my third Mike bonus. Yeah, please, please, please get in there. Yeah, I need when, to get that draft going. When I does know. the Giving League draft start? And and I was going to ask, is it full? Obviously, it's not full. So it's not full. We have hit him five. up. We have five spots. We'll probably have four after this weekend. I'm going to see a buddy of mine this weekend and convince him. And uh, and then um, the draft is the day before football starts, so um, September 4th. Awesome. That's is that a, a Wednesday? Is that a best ball? It's a Wednesday. Uh, no, yep. it's it's just kind of like a like a PPR standard league redraft. Um, yep. There's 48 teams, four separate uh, four separate leagues, and then the winners of the leagues play off in the last two weeks, like 15 and 16, to crown the winner. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you should do it. I know that's why I asked that's why I'm like a hundred leagues right now. <laughs> He's at DFF underscore swag. I'm at uh, at FL2 Drink Minimal. Can't even say my own shit. At FF underscore breakdown. You guys should also check it out at Rookie Fever at Superflex Pod. Um I already did third Mike's bonus. JD, you get a bonus question. Greater Canadian sports moment. I don't know how he didn't really look old enough, but Joe Carter walk off homer in the World Series, or the Raptors win an NBA title. Recency yeah, bias for taking the Raptors. I, I, was, I was definitely wrong for the days, but I'm a way bigger Raptors fan uh, than I was the Jays fan at the time. So for me, there's that Raptors win was huge, man. So Raptors. I admit though, Joe Carter like a walk off homer well, win. It's pretty back, back to back World Series, baby. Right. Um, Justin so. Bieber or Michael J. Fox. Michael. Good answer. It's easy. <laughs> and yo, I don't, by the time you hear, I might not, but I have two spots left in a $10 best ball for BFTG Charities. Yeah, yeah so let's get that out. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. You one. have one spot left. Never mind. I'll you have no it. spots left. We're doing Just kidding. <laughs> nice. I'll do another one. You Just guys hit filled. me up. You guys aren't you guys quick are enough. Up. You had the whole entire show before JD and Mike entered that. And you. And they you just passed. hopped right in, right at the end. Took your spot. You got it. Too late. I guess DM me and I'll have to make another one for you. I don't think there's any future I would put Justin Bieber back into. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we're, we're, not proud of, we're not proud of him, put it that way.